0: From Hollywood Pictures, America's favorite game jumps to the ultimate level of excitement. With Mario, Luigi,
1: the Princess, Yoshi, and King Koopa. Master the Goombas!
0: Jump into the movie event of the summer. With the Super Mario Brothers, rated PG. Starts Friday, May 28th at a theater near you. Welcome to the Podtendo Podcast, where we analyze, reminisce, and replay the glory of old Nintendo games. We can be contacted on Twitter at Podtendo Podcast, email us at podtendo at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. I am your co-host Mick, and I will be joined every episode by my co-host Tyson. How's it going, sir? Good, how are you? I'm good. Uh, it's kind of odd. If we didn't get that cold open, that weird banter where we just argue about meaningful tasks and go on forever. Yeah, so right into it today. It's whew, changing things up a little bit. Uh, I guess we should welcome everybody. If you're listening chronologically or if you're just listening uh, right at the time as these are released, this is the month of Mario. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Apparently we're cool enough that we actually have months of stuff. That's whew, thrilling stuff. So we got a couple games lined up. We've got, uh, thus far, we've got about three things lined up thus far. Maybe we'll do a couple other things. But then I was thinking, because we do a month of Mario, does that mean we don't play Mario games throughout the year? Uh, nah,
1: we'll always throw them in there for sure.
0: Okay, because really, at this point, I guess we have a full year to play Super Nintendo NES games by next year. November, we should be playing Mario 64. So we basically have a full year to live out the Super Nintendo, run it into the ground before we can move on to the next system. Cool. Uh, that, that doesn't sound terrible. That actually sounds like it might be okay. Yep. So again, if you're listening to this chronologically, and you pick this up in a year, and we stop recording in November, or like, sorry, next March, and you're like, those assholes never got to the second month of Mario. Whatever, you know, It happens.
1: <laughs> we'll worry about that in the future.
0: Yeah, well, I'm already, you know, I'm already planning how we fail and how we implode on ourselves for March, so just, you know, I'll, I'll let you know when it comes to that time when we're going to implode and stop doing this. Fair enough. Already planning our demise, you know? <laughs> gotta to, got to plan it before it happens. Well, Be proactive. Yeah, you gotta plan the successes and the demises, right? Like, you can't just you can't just plan all success. You also have to plan the demise,
1: yeah absolutely man you got planned for the worst worst
0: case scenario every time Psh, always be prepared like a boy scout all right so our topic for this episode super mario brothers the movie pretty exciting yeah the release date for this bad boy was may 28th 1993 how long to beat it would take you about an hour and 44 minutes to beat this one front to back actual retail price so back in 1993 a movie ticket would cost you four dollars and 14 cents <laughs> stupid movies god damn
1: it <laughs> that's brutal with inflation oh
0: i don't know what the inflation is Sorry, i was just i was gonna it, like today it would cost blah 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 so i mean i guess if we type that into the inflation calculator we could look and say yeah. oh hey that would actually be uh what do they cost for movies now like 15 bucks or something stupid like that uh, I guess we're just used
1: to paying that fricking like four extra four dollars for fricking 3D because every new movie has to have 3D even if it's just slapped in there so they can add that extra four dollars.
0: See, I don't go to 3D movies. I make a point. I'll go to the show that's not 3D. I'll go to the just standard if I can because I'm like I'm not paying for 3D. Like it's so stupid. You make me wear glasses. I just ugh,
1: ugh. ruins the picture. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I hate it. It's the worst
0: yeah current ebay price you can find a copy of this on ebay for about 15 dollars could be worth it if you like to collect these things e-shop price i just kind of did the the vital stats for this game or this movie just like i would a game i thought that was funny keep you know consistency amongst podcasts was free on youtube i mean i didn't watch it there How, how did you watch this this movie i also did not watch it there So uh, let's get into some of the development details We'll look at the plot And then that's really it It Not too much We can't really talk about the controls of a movie How How did your controls work? Pause, play, those worked perfect Development details This was the very first video game movie Did you know that? Uh, yes all right. Actually, I uh, was watching a couple of videos, and they're like, "It's the first one." Like, I didn't realize that. Yeah, before. like I was thinking, there must have been some crappy '80s movies that picked up on something, but I guess video games weren't really a thing till the early '90s. So, we've I only guess. had video game movies in our lives for about 23 years. And they
1: started out with this gem.
0: Oh, it's great! The development started in about 1991. They used the same photographer from Blade Runner, so they wanted kind of that gritty, grindy feel. That kind of explains, like, the city in this looks a lot like the city in Blade Runner. Obviously, Blade Runner, I'd say, looks a bit better, but I digress. Danny DeVito was originally planned to play Mario. They were just going for, like, short, round guy, I guess. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe at some point he was going to like grab a mushroom and then he would turn into Bob Hoskins and they're like, wow, you're super now. <laughs> I, I, I'm sad that wasn't a scene. Like He comes up and he's like, hey, fucking John Leguizamo, I'm fucking Mario. And then all of a sudden he grabs this mushroom and he grows up and they're like, huh, okay. That's too classic. So the real, the real cast, we can just go over that quickly. Bob Hoskins played Mario john leguizamo played luigi and dennis hopper played king koopa the other people you don't care like you don't know who those people are like that that's i'm just gonna read off those people and leave it as such and it really doesn't matter like the characters
1: in this movie half of them are completely opposite shelves of the video game characters of themselves so it doesn't really matter (laughs) absolutely more for the fun factor
0: Yep. The directors uh, originally wanted to make this, I I said adult movie, like adult movie means like like pornography. They wanted to make it a movie for adults, so a bit more of a mature content, rather than a kid's movie, which is why it was kind of more of like a gritty and grindy and gross kind of look to the world. It was really lived in world rather than bright and colorful. The original directors, apparently Bob Hoskin referred to them as the the cunt and the the asshole or something like that i just the used married
1: couple directors
0: yes Tom, they were they were married They were like some german team or something like that apparently they were all fucking pain in the ass so yeah and i guess that they would be like some so i forget who said it
1: but somebody said something along the lines like they had more arrogance than anything else yeah
0: more arrogance than talent yeah so halfway through the filming they actually were fired the second unit director finished it Uh, he was a bit better of a director and a little bit easier to work for he might have just won a oscar for dances with wolves so i mean he probably had some form of credentials but apparently since then after that point the filming went off kind of without a hitch that's all i got for development details on to the plot do you want to just take turns kind of working our way through this and just talking about the ridiculousness of these scenes? Uh, sure. Okay. First off, we're going to start with some great animated scenes of talking dinosaurs that are from Brooklyn?
1: <laughs> yeah. They have some
0: sort of accent. But it's not like an accent like they're foreign. They, like, they're like they literally talking like, hey, yo, man, I got some, some grub over here. Hey, it's great. Why don't you get on my face? And I'm like, Brooklyn, I was like, "Huh." Apparently, the voices were by Dan Castellaneta, so Homer from The Simpsons provided mm-hmm. those voices. And then, what happens to the lovely dinosaurs?
1: Well, obviously, like a rock comes and smashes into Brooklyn, has to be Brooklyn, yeah, um, yeah. And then um, basically splits open two parallel universes. My my favorite part about this scene is the narrator's kind of like, "What if this happened? What if?" What I don't know, what if? It's like, it's like he's literally just asking the question. He's like the un, unreliable narrator, and it's just so funny.
0: Wait, I have a question. So yeah. if Brooklyn had dinosaurs in it and people were walking around, wait, didn't wasn't Brooklyn underwater? Because in my understanding, the oceans were a lot higher. Brooklyn is already at, like, sea level. Yeah. So wouldn't the oceans be above this area? Yeah, I'm a... Uh... I'm pretty sure they didn't do their
1: research because, like, it's one of those things where that's where why only fossils are found in
0: certain areas, like Like, higher higher ranges or more like desert areas. Yeah, yeah, like mountainous areas. All right, just saying. I think this movie's wrong. Yes, because that's why this movie's wrong. Stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The next The next scene is we see kind of like a hot dino punk girl dropping off a baby at an orphanage, and then she gets killed off title screen super mario brothers and you're like so dinosaurs parallel universe weird dino punk girl dying i can roll with this by dennis hopper Uh, dennis hopper an excellent job i will sing his praises when we get to that part i think he does excellent we meet our heroes they are very unsuccessful plumbers (laughs) yes so they're like scraping for a job apparently they they can't pay rent luigi's playing with one of those metal form things like what would you call that one of those metal games like remember that when you were a kid a bunch of like little needles or like nails and you could put your face up against it and it would like keep the f- the form of your face yeah and it felt really cool I have yeah. no idea what they're called i like what would you even call that but he was playing with one of those and i was like oh man i wish i had one of those actually i was i, was, I went on ebay afterwards and i was like how much would one of those cost And like 70 dollars. and i'm like totally yeah that's fuck. too much money
1: I'm pretty sure you can find those at like cheap, shitty places.
0: Yeah, well, well, you want to get like a good one though. Uh, so unsuccessful plumbers. We then we meet our uh, princess Daisy. So we're not even dealing yeah. with Peach here. We're dealing with Daisy. Why? Why choose Daisy? I think because Princess Toadstool Peach would be too weird. Right, like yeah. You couldn't sell it off. You could sell her off as name Sarah, but everyone calls me Peach or something was kind of too silly. So they just went to the Super Mario Land, which was the Game Boy game that I kind of reviewed, and the the princess there was Daisy. So I think they just threw Daisy because that's an actual name. That'd be my thought. Uh, she's being ch- chased by a couple of, uh, I don't know, we- weirdos? And she bumps into the boys. Yep. yep. Iggy but, and Spike. Iggy oh, no, and
1: they come they come in a
0: little bit later yes yeah, so, well you still see them you can call them they're iggy and spike and they're i don't know like are they the comic relief villains i feel like yeah. 90s movies always had those they weren't they had like the bad guy who was evil and then they would hire bumbling nincom, nincompoops poops to come work yep. for them and they were never successful and i was like if you just hired like a normal guy or He'd just be, did it himself. Yeah, you'd be so much better off. Like, they're obviously <laughs> stupid. Why are you sending them on missions?
1: Yeah. And, and the worst part is apparently, like, they uh, haven't have captured her, like, six times. They've like, oh, that's captured right. the wrong person, like, <laughs> six times. And you're like, for fuck's sakes. Like, you, they've done it wrong six times. At Ugh. some point, you should be like, hey, I'll just go do it, or I'm going to send somebody else.
0: That's true. Um, I mean, I guess maybe if they captured like four at once or something, so this is their third maybe. attempt, but still, like, I don't know. Luigi connects with Daisy, kind of as a thing. They go out for dinner. I called it the exposition dinner because we learned a lot of plot points. We learn about our MacGuffin, the rock that hangs around her neck. We learn about the fact that she doesn't know who their parents are. Uh, she has never felt like she belongs. She always liked hanging out with dinosaurs. It's weird that you would talk like this, Daisy.
1: Yeah, it's very strange and very convenient. Then basically, like, they leave the restaurant, and Luigi and Daisy are. They walk back to her place. No, they walk and, to the
0: to the dig site, because Luigi right. wants to see the dinosaur bones.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In the meantime, Iggy and Spike obviously capture Mario's date, because they're Shh. idiots. Yep. And meanwhile, back at the dig site, the Scapellis. Uh, fuck shit up like the mobsters at the beginning fuck a bunch of pipes and obviously just hat so happens to have a plumber there and then uh think basically daisy gets captured
0: uh, so yeah so they they get to the dig site it was flooded by the scapellis who are this yeah. like weird mobster bad guy that we met at the beginning that doesn't really come back into play at all yep. why don't the mario brothers go work for the scapellis like they're both italians like they have a plumbing division of this evil mobster organization. Why don't they just go get jobs there? No idea. I, I don't know. Probably it's stupid. probably
1: health benefits.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't... You don't make money working for your... You only make money working for yourself. That fucking stupid thing. I'm like, or you just have an employer that actually gives you... You have no money anyways, Mario. Stupid. <laughs> so, sorry. The the great... Uh, the dig site gets flooded, so they call in Mario, Mario who is a plumber yeah. to come and do the plumbing and then, yeah, d- uh, Daisy gets kidnapped. She disappears into a rock face, so the brothers follow her. As they fly through this crazy interdimensional area and land by this giant hole in the ground, and there's this giant tunnel, and they come outside, and they're like, oh, man, it's almost like we're not in Manhattan anymore. It's like we're in a—this must be Brooklyn. I haven't been here for a while, and there's lots of, like, little New York jokes. Yeah. Stupid. I, I couldn't remember the name of it, and I was like Dinotropolis or something? But it's <clears throat> Dino Hatton. Terrible. Dino Dino Hatton. Because we have a Manhattan. Right? Because mm-hmm. we're men, Manhattan, and there's a Dino Hatton. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like someone probably did that and they were like, I really earned my paycheck today. I, I did a good job. Nail it. There's a bunch of, like I said, New York jokes made. So they're oh, this is Brooklyn, and oh, I, t- I told you, Luigi, not to go to Queens. <laughs> yeah. But we they see that Iggy and Spike have taken Daisy, and the MacGuffin is stolen by B- B- Boom Boom? Is that her name? The big red lady? Uh, Bertha. Ber- big who, Bertha. Yeah. Who works the at fish? the Boom Boom
1: Club. Yeah, the fish... From the video games, Bertha. That's that, this lady.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Big bouncer lady. And Boom Boom is the mini boss from Mario 3. And she works at the Boom Boom Club. <laughs> oh, this movie. This is. Oh.
1: They, they went for references, not being at all related.
0: Yeah. The, they find out that the plumbers might have the rock or something, I think is what. So they start looking for plumbers naturally the boys are like oh we're plumbers hey we're plumbers and i'm like you guys like if you're in a strange city don't tell people what you do just keep your mouth shut you know
1: no shit and it's like oh well fuck you guys are idiots and you're plumbers well let's arrest you because it's legal be a plumber it's like "Can't? how can it be illegal be a plumber what kind of place is this and you're like
0: uh we're in for one of these kind of trips they go to the police station. What is the infamous information we are given in this police station? Mario's last name. Oh shit, we finally learned it. What is it? Mario. No, no, no. Mario. His his last name. Mario. Okay, well what's Luigi's last name? <laughs> Mario. No, it should be Ligi. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh man, it's terrible. In vaudeville that act would have just killed. Yeah, so we learn the horrifying truth. Mario Mario. And Luigi Mario. Did you watch a good bad flicks review of this movie? No, I didn't. Oh my god. Okay, so you didn't see this part. The cop that is asking them their names, what is happening to him during this scene? (laughs) The lady with the leg? So, this cop is sitting there, and people for years and years have watched this movie and been like, man, I can't believe they gave Mario the last name Mario. How stupid is that? There's a lady who's digging a high heel into his shoulder. Why did no one ever see this before? Or talk about this. It's like the most fucked up thing. Yeah, it's very strange. It's, it seems like that adult movie I was talking about earlier, they were filming that, I think. It was like cop in high heels or something like that. I don't know. It's strange. Sorry if I didn't do that justice. But This man is sitting at this desk. There's a woman sitting beside him rubbing her heel of her shoe on, on his shoulder. Yeah. It, I don't get it. <laughs> it's so weird.
1: You're not entirely sure. Uh, it probably has to do with something to do with dinosaurs. Clearly. Clearly has to do with dinosaurs. <laughs> that was the only information we've been given so far.
0: Well, they're di- in Dino-Hatton. They're not in Manhattan, naturally. Uh, <laughs> so silly. They also know about monkeys. At one point, they're like, what uh, What kind of creatures did humans evolve from again? Uh Apes, sir. Monkeys. And they're like, oh, apes, monkeys, (laughs) monkeys. And I'm like, so they have monkeys in this world? Yeah, because when
1: he's ordering his pizza, he says, hold the mammal.
0: Oh, okay. So they're just unevolved versions in this world. So the two universes that were split, dinosaurs and some mammals went to one universe, and all the rest of us stayed in this world with the dinosaur bones? Yeah, because I have no idea. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I think we just broke this movie. I think that that, that point just broke this movie. So <laughs>
1: this movie was pretty broken a long time
0: ago, man. Oh shoot! Well, we tried. We tried yeah. our darndest. Uh With this, uh, they escape from the police station. They end up trying to like the GPS or whatever kind of navigates them outside of this the city as they go flying out of this hole the, there's like this all this fungus everywhere it kind of catches them and stops them from crashing into the desert.
1: Yep, are, are, and as a kid I always loved these scenes because I always thought it was, I was like, super cool that I've, I've never seen any sort of like concepts like that before so absolutely. I, that was yeah. stuck, stuck out to me, but like nowadays obviously it looks were, like, kind of a little dated and a little bit terrible, but I enjoyed it.
0: Oh yeah, sorry, I guess we should say that they did meet King Koopa at the police station and learned about the de-evolution chair
1: and saw the
0: goombas yeah so the goombas are these giant green monster people and that that are kind of his bow. so they can kind of devolve the humanoids that are walking around into these big reptile creatures and i guess that's kind of how they evolved so at one point there was a bunch evolution said you know what are the best traits of the dinosaurs making them these weird lumbering creatures with tiny skulls and somehow those traits turned into humans.
1: Evolution. That's how. That's how you explain it. It was evolution.
0: Okay. All right. I have no idea. <laughs> that, uh, sure. Uh, our bumbling henchmen become smart because they get re-evolved. Evolved. They get smarter for some reason yeah. because apparently they're like yeah we can't have you guys be stupid so we'll make you smart. They take off to the desert to find the Mario brothers and the first thing they do is they say hey we're smart now. We're going to help you betray Koopa. I was like <laughs> Koopa just can't get good help, you know? Poor guy.
1: It's like soon, as soon as his henchman finally knows what's up, like ah let's turn on this asshole. He's been a dick for a long time.
0: Mhm. Uh, Daisy meets Yoshi because yeah. Yoshi has to be in this. Uh, the ev- and the evil queen kind of shows up and basically tells her her plan that she's gonna she has all this power and they think they thought they needed Daisy so they could trans- transfer the two worlds together is that right
1: yes but she thinks she can do it on her own
0: yeah so what's our MacGufferin our is that rock right and what does yeah. the rock do
1: <laughs> uh, the rock uh, will merge the two worlds together okay if the her little stone goes into the big old rock
0: okay so it's kind of like the reason i'm, I'm not going to overthink this movie because it's just upsetting me so tw- 20 years ago before this movie happened the rock shard oh wait maybe this makes sense you know what let's talk about this kind of at the end and see if we can wrap this up let's just get through the plot and then we can kind of do the heavy lifting the mario the brothers get back into the city and they go to the dance club yep they find some kind of equipment they're called like jump boots you click the heels together and they make you jump which is why mario can jump so high must be uh they get they actually get the rock back from big bertha they break into the tower they go into some lockers and they say we got to get rid of these stupid club clothes let's get our super mario brother suits this is actually a pretty cool part of the movie
1: yeah, straight from the uh, trailer and right on the cover of the box mm-hmm. them with their super boots on and their actual like uh, overalls and stuff very Pretty nice rad. Yeah,
0: and then what happens next
1: don't we get introduced to former king that got
0: turned into a fungus yeah because Daisy escapes with Yoshi or is she just let like, go because at one point she's just running around the castle by herself I think
1: the queen attacks her Oh, okay. And then she... she breaks free, and Yoshi, like, comes to her rescue, and then Yoshi gets stabbed, and it's a heartbreaking scene, because it's, it's the cutest little, like, monster in the world. He is pretty cute. So, um, okay. And then the boys get trapped in the elevator with the coop, the Goombas, yep. and then they get them
0: dancing. Yeah, which is actually a plot point. I guess we should discuss that. So, there's music playing, and they kind of get them to dance, Yep. and they like to dance. Just remember yes. that.
1: I guess... Actually, this is where Daisy runs into Toad, who we kind of just kind of glossed over, who's basically a harmonica guy that they met in prison that gets de-evolved into a Goomba. And then they put him, because he has a harmonica, because he's a music guy, um, he, they put him on like a little harmonica with a little like, thing that goes around his neck. And then that's how you always know it's Toad. And then he gets lit on fire for some reason. I want to say the queen.
0: Does he get lit on fire? I think that's at the end of the movie. Because he he gives the boys. Does he get lit on fire and dies? Yeah. Huh. Well, I think. No, I think they put him out. But he definitely gets lit on fire. Okay. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't bring up Toad. I was like, "Eh, I don't think. He's just a. That's like a very superfluous thing. They were like, hey, remember Toad from the game? He's a man. And he sings. And I'm like, yeah, he's really annoying. I fucking hate Toad. Yeah, it's the worst. I don't like Toad. Like Toad of Mario Party, Toad of Mario Kart, cool, but Toad in this movie, fuck you, Toad. Kind of the worst. Oh, uh, wait, way the worst. The boys meet up with Daisy and they say, "Hey, we should go save the rest of the girls and stop Bowser's plan." So Bowser or Daisy and Luigi literally run into Bowser with a bunch of troops, and I'm like, "Why wouldn't you have looked before you ran through that door into the, like this big army waiting for you?" That's so stupid. Mario, however, gets to the girls. They break out of the cell through this big heating duct. They ride this mattress down, which kind of crashes them outside, which, go figure, is right where Bowser and Luigi and Daisy are. Huh, go figure. Shocker. It's funny when two different paths meet up at the same place, you know? It's very convenient. Oh, so convenient. MacGuffern. Oh, sorry. uh, The MacGuffern is used by the evil queen to fuse the two worlds. We see super scopes. They un. ahead of a, a, a lot of things. Really, what am I skipping ahead
1: of? Well, don't they have the whole showdown with Ko- Koopa? Uh,
0: well, or I guess I think that after. I think as soon as they come out of the pipe, they start having kind of the battle between Mario and Koopa, and Daisy and the girls and Luigi kind of go to escape the world as they're escaping down the tunnel the evil queen uses the MacGuffin. So sorry, I guess I kind of didn't set up that there was like a battle going on. That's fair. Yeah. So sorry, Mario and Bowser are now fighting and Luigi's kind of helping the girls escape.
1: Yeah. While the world was merging.
0: Yeah. So the queen puts the thing, the two worlds start to fuse and back into the dig site, it's the Scapellis are sitting there and all of a sudden Bowser and Mario randomly kind of materialize into this world. Yep. Scapelli, now what does he say to Bowser to get de-evolved? Does he say know. anything, or are they just like, they just like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And he just gets shot. I don't really remember. Okay. I just
1: remember, like, he, like, shows up and starts lifting people off.
0: Okay, he's like, what are you guys doing here? And Bowser's like, fuck you, <laughs> and shoots him with his de-evolution de- de- gun, which turns him from a man into a chimp- little chimp guy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. And his
1: de-evolution he- gun are the super scopes.
0: Yeah. so Sorry the henchman says boss oh no and picks up his boss and everyone sits there and laughs just saying just throwing this out there any rally in the world where there's press watching it all of a sudden two men magically appear with a bunch of reptile men one of the guys shoots (laughs) someone we know he turns into a monkey you know what people don't do we don't sit there and laugh like CNN is not showing this being like funny thing happened today in Brooklyn (laughs) stupid Oh, movie. You're so funny.
1: Yeah, it's pretty terrible.
0: <laughs> I, back in back in with Daisy and Luigi checking on those two, when the queen puts the stone in, this big vortex happens, and she actually gets like shot into the side of the wall. And Daisy's the only one strong enough to withstand the power. With her help, her and Luigi kind of pull the MacGuffron out, unfusing yep. the two worlds, so then they kind of start to materialize back together. They end up back in Dino Hatton, time for the final showdown yes Uh, oh yeah there was this weird like ba-bomb like really slow burn ba-bomb scene where he has a ba-bomb winds it up it starts walking it then like falls down this crack and everyone's like oh man that sucks and you like every once in a while see the ba-bomb just keep walking keep walking keep walking finally it ends up underneath Bowser and blows him up which sends him kind of flying into this big weird like cement mixer thing that's hanging in the middle of the street yes uh he comes out and he's like oh no but damn you basically i think they have like some like 80s catchphrase they say so long dino breath they hit him with the devolution gun and turn him to primordial ooze and on the uh i remember on the
1: fucking bomb that's wearing rebox is he yeah <laughs>
0: okay i guess i guess they wear little shoes in the game so that's kind of cute yeah yeah and then we think they all lived happily ever after And this scene actually always really bugged me as a kid. Like, this scene was probably the one thing as a kid that I was like, I don't fucking like that. So, shows present time, Mario and Luigi, or Mario and his girlfriend are having this nice dinner, and Luigi's sitting there, and he's like, oh, I'm Luigi, la la la. All of a sudden, boom, door gets kicked in. Daisy's standing there, all battle-worn. She's got her ripped shirt. She's got her flamethrower, and she's like, Mario, Luigi, I need your help. No time to explain. And Mario grabs his belt, and he says... We got this. Let's go kick some shit. I don't know something, something some stupid, something terrible, cheesy beeline line. Yeah, and then it like shows the credits, and I'm like, how come they didn't make a sequel to that? They set it up for a sequel. Like, yeah, you have Dino Hatton, you have Our World. There's still a portal between the two of them. Go and ha- go, go and like make another story about that. You already have the universe built. It shouldn't be that hard to do.
1: Yeah, it's pretty terrible.
0: Yeah, silly. So that was the Super Mario Brothers movie. How fun is that? I actually kind of find that reviewing movies is a lot more difficult than reviewing games. How do, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, because I end up just kind of spitting out what happens and my reactions to it. And that's not really reviewing
0: well, it's tough, um, right? Because to distinguish what are the important plot points, like when we did Dragon Ball Z, I found it extremely difficult to get all the information across because the universe is so rich and there's so much mythology, right? Like the Toad character, you know what? He is really important to this to this movie. He's really important to the story, but it's it, it's hard to, like, pick that. Like, is it worth talking about Toad? And for how long? Yeah, and, like, all these little things, like the there is one of the bullet bills at one point with the jump boots. They like load a bullet bill into the jump boot and fire it at Bowser. And like, is like, is that worth talking about? It's really cool. It's cool that they have the bullet bill and they call it that. But I was like, so I always find that difficult, like from plot point of views and then just being able to distinguish what are, what are, what those relevant points and then discuss those, you know, being able to discuss those properly. I, I think it's really difficult. So yeah, absolutely. I applaud our efforts getting through that title should be all right. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, some fun facts just about this movie. Uh, again, I don't understand that plot. What the heck was that plot twist that we were trying to figure out? Evil Queen... Oh, I think that was it. I think I did mention that. So Daisy, basically, they needed Daisy. They kidnapped Daisy because she was the only one that was able to put the stone, like the the MacGuffin, into the meteor to fuse the two worlds without dying. Yes, I guess, really, they could have fused the two worlds... Or, sorry, they could have went and got the McGuffin from Daisy. They didn't have to worry about kidnapping her. Like, run away. Daisy would be like, oh, man. My rock got stolen, and the Mario Brothers have been like, I don't fucking care. And then the plan could have went through. So the fact that they tried to take this, like, and just, they could have used any troop. Like, I'm sure Iggy would have done it without any ill effects, you know? Like, they would have lost Iggy, and they be like, oh, no, that's so sad. Not that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know, it's... I mean, I guess it also isn't much of a movie if they just, the bad guy's plans go through without a hero stepping in, so... Fun facts! Fun facts! The city they made was actually fully functional. So they went to an old steel mill in Baltimore, and they actually built kind of the main strip that we see in Dino Hatton. Everything worked there. There's a little dino shop that you see that's like literally just, you glance by it, it actually made donuts. Nice. Yeah, so they made it, it was fully functioning, it had its own power source. They had to I think it cost quite a bit because they actually had to have like electricians come in and just not wire things to look nice. Everything worked. Very cool. The Yoshi animatronic, which is why I think animatronics are so much better than CGI, still looks good today, damn it. Agreed. Watch the scenes like you're like, "Holy shit, that looks like there's an actual creature there." Versus watch CGI from any movie and you're like, "What a fucking garbage mess that is you know Yeah, it was so good in fact that Spielberg sent people to come check it out while he was working on Jurassic Park
1: that's pretty awesome
0: Jurassic Park is like one of the like all those scenes because they use animatronics they use uh, the puppetry they use miniatures they use CGI so fluidly they did such a good job that movie looks amazing they look like dinosaurs Spielberg was like I really like that I think that's such a huge compliment you know mm-hmm Especially when you look at someone like Jaws. Like, they spent so much time on the Jaws, making Jaws the, like, look real in that movie. It's such a compliment. So I was blown away when I heard that. I was like, that's great.
1: Yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. Because, like, Spielberg has, like, he goes all out when it comes to details. And I know that, like, they redid the dinosaurs twice in Jurassic Park because they didn't like how it looked. Yep. So they ended up going where they're like, no, we need more money. We need to do half of it in uh, all the close shots in practical practical, and yep. all the uh, wide shots in uh, they can do in CGI. It's like super just like it's crazy cool. And like, yep. I mean, you can see that like they were kind of inspired a little bit maybe from this. But I think that they kind of already knew what they were going for.
0: Well, when you look at the small scale of Yoshi and how it moves, like there's obviously people, uh, they have puppeteers working it. When you hear about even Jurassic Park 3, uh, lots of times they had fully functional raptor animatronics. I think there was a team of something like 12 to 18 people that would work it at once, and then they would blend it together with CGI. So there's, some, there's one scene, there's three raptors, and I saw this shot where the middle raptor is sitting there, and he's real, and people are puppeting him, they then created two CGI raptors to stand on either side of him. And you mm. can't tell which is which. And I'm like, man, it's just... That's pretty cool. Animatronics and puppetry is so much better than CGI. Agreed. Uh, the last fun fact I have, the scene where they're going down the ice slide. Apparently, when they first were kind of filming it, they were like, ah, you know what, they're not going fast enough. It doesn't look like it's a high high thrill enough. So they changed the rigs that were pulling these, these mattresses to be a little bit faster went on a lunch break when they came back they didn't test it they just put everybody back on there it was going too fast when they flew out of the tunnel one of the girls by the way those they didn't have stunt actresses those were the actual girls from the movie almost fell off and died it was a 25-foot drop down to the cement. It would have killed her. The only exception was it was Bob Hos- or uh, Bob Hoskins had a stunt double. But all the other girls were the actual actresses. When they hit the ground, though, the mattress flipped over. They all banged their heads. They were all scraped up. And I think that's probably why the rest of the movie, you just don't see them. They're like, oh, okay, bye. We're running away. Probably because they're like, oh, you guys are all fucked up looking now.
1: I'm like,
0: uh, don't sue us. Yeah, so I'm really thankful that no one got hurt because that definitely would have been a black mark on this this okay, like this pretty good movie. So good. So those are the fun facts. Let's just end with our current thoughts. Get rolling on that yeah. one. Absolutely. <laughs> current thoughts. Here's my insightful that here's my insightful notes that I made on this. It was okay. <laughs> uh, it was kind of fun. The final two stages were really neat. Uh, two stages of the final fight were really neat because they were Mario one. Mario and Bowser are on either end of a cat, catwalk. What does Bowser have in his hand? Like, or King Koopa have in his hand? He has a flamethrower that randomly, as he's walking down, he just goes... <sighs> Mario 1, what are they on? They're on a bridge. He shoots fire at him. And I was like, ah, oh, that's so cool. Then he gets blown off into a, a car, kind of almost like a like a big cylinder, kind of like the clown car from Super Mario World. And I was like, yeah. oh, man, that is so freaking cool. Like, watching that again, I was just like, I really appreciate that. And then that. he
1: turns into the big uh, dino.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess we kind of skipped that. So when he does get hit by the devolution gun, he gets hit and he, like, falls down. Yeah. And then he comes out and he's, like, this big monster. And he's like, rawr, rah raw. And then they say, we're so long, dino breath. And then they turn him into primordial ooze, so... Yeah. Uh, what'd you think
1: of it? It was good. I mean, I I always have a soft spot for a little bit things that tug on my nostalgia heart. But it's shitty. It's a bad movie for sure. But I think like if you like Mario and you kind of can appreciate a bad movie, it's worth watching. It's entertaining for sure. I mean, like, you hear some of the stories about how, like, Bob Hoskins and, like, John Leguizamo were, like, drinking scotch and, like, Bob Hoskins broke his hand and had, like, half the film with his hand in a cast. You're like, hmm. this movie was a freaking train wreck, but at least it got done. And uh, it's sort of Mario. <laughs> I just think it's, like, an entertaining kind of... Just a good time if you don't or want to turn your brain off and just watch something for purely entertaining value. Don't think about
0: it. I agree. Agree wholeheartedly. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, I don't think we missed anything. Nah. I, I don't know. Did we miss anything? No? We're good? Yeah, I agree 100%. And I guess we'll just do our ending and then we're out of here. Thank you for listening. The Podtendo Podcast was produced by Mick Retchman. You can contact Podtendo on Twitter at podtendopodcast and Email us at podtendo at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. The music of Podtendo was used without permission and is property of Nintendo.